All right. We'll let you do that while I try to find out what All you're right. talking about. Oh, so I get to do the intro today. Woo! Yes. Oh, yes. this is a first. Usually All you right. do it. Uh, welcome. Don't fuck it up. Thursday Warriors. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, welcome to the Toddcast. Uh, let's see. We'll do the we'll do the business as usual stuff first. Uh, was it? We got the Starenko signing August fourth at the Cranberry Store. We have the warehouse sale going on. What was it? The weekend. The weekend of the 10th, 11th, and 12th of August? Uh, right? Maybe. I think that's... I, th- I, I don't know. I think it's the week after that. I think the it's the 17th, 18th-ish. Okay. Then I'm I'm a week off then. Uh, then we have... But it was the Hellfire Gala, by the way. Okay. Regular x Okay. Okay. Uh, then we also had the... You and I will be at NeoCon oh, yeah. yep. Sunday. So yep. come and visit us. So uh, I believe that is everything. Unless I'm uh, missing something. The Geek Flea Market in Cranberry is the 5th of September, I believe. That's a little far out, but that's something, something that is coming up. So, yeah. But um but I did good otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there we go. So um it is a good thing that I actually looked through our newsletter through my email today. Just happened to look through it. Uh yeah, yeah. That would be uh Scott doing his job. So good job, jo- good job, Scott. <laughs> so all right. Uh, I think I'm ready. Yeah, I'm good. So, um, sorry, sorry, no guys. Problem, I was I was in the mode, as they say, and uh, in the mode, in 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 the mode, and I was totally like jamming out and recording a new piece, uh, today, and it's been, it's been pretty good actually. Uh, turned out pretty good. Also, my hair is like fucking amazing to them. Let me tell you what. Yeah. Your your Facebook. Uh, oh, my cigar picture. picture? Was, yes. Your cigar picture showed much, much oh. more. Hold on. I'll, your... I'll, I'll find it. Hold on. It's, it's glorious. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, hold on. I got to make a laugh at this one. Uh, a buddy of mine just commented with a. Uh, Love to see you with that st- uh, stick, uh, that thick stogie in your mouth. So. <laughs> Careful now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll Look get you that. in some trouble. That is, uh, that was me grilling a steak this afternoon. Well, this evening before dinner. And uh, nice. it was a good time. It's a good time. I got a couple, couple fun comments on it. Uh, so. It seemed including- like it. Yeah, including my wife saying, uh, shouldn't you call it on fleek? Um, which was <laughs> hilarious because, uh, when we were what we were watching this show called, um, Seven Little Johnstons, 
right on on hbo it's like a show on i think it's like discovery or something and um it happens to be on there and she was talking about or like the kids kept saying like things are on fleek and i'm just like is that even still a thing like (laughs) like, i remember that being like like five like three to five years ago i'm like does that is that still something people say is on fleek i was like whatever so i was like i'm gonna bring it back so or i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be not so old and keep using on fleek so so. (laughs) i forgot to use it damn it so all right hold up i was doing some exercise so i had to move plus i had to help harry today move in get ready for his moving to philly nice so nice i bet he's pumped oh he's excited but he's stressed out at the same time so you know (sighs) normal kids when they first get out of you know moving on yep yep. i know it is all right so this is a big comic week like i I was gonna say we had i had a lot yeah there was a lot that even i was grabbing i'm like oh the new wolverine came out hellfire gala came out incredible hulk it it was just everything like last week we were struggling to find books to talk about yeah this week where we have more to talk about also this week uh i'm gonna do at least two um uh, honorable mentions uh uh uh, besides my three books my three books that i'm going to review none of them are marvel or dc oh but they're all really really good so um but my one of my honorable mentions is a marvel book so okay i don't think i got a single dc book this week but wow that's i was gonna say that's a shame because i know for a fact right oh go ahead finish on that uh, there was some good DC ones, so yeah. So um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just wasn't my thing this week, generally. So uh, I was at last weekend. I was at the Butler Toy Show. It was awesome. Um, everybody should go to that, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Tony and I had a lot of fun, and after that, I went to my Star Trek groups meeting and got promoted to second lieutenant. Well, while I was there, I also ended up buying collections off or buying comics off someone for my personal because I was like, well, I don't need to always buy stuff for the store. I can buy stuff for myself. So <laughs> so here's what I got for myself. <laughs> one of these. Uh, one of these. Nice. Um, that is one of my favorite. ones. And one of these. Ooh. Yeah. So. That that has rekindled since the uh, yeah. pictures from last week. So I always like that cover, so that's why I bought it. Um, but it was it was cool. It's a lot of fun. Helpful. I helped out a buddy. He needed to get rid of some stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll you know I'll buy you some buy some of your shit." So are we going to talk Secret Invasion first? Because I feel like it's going to be short. Uh. Sure, we could do that. I was gonna say since we did it last week, I was figuring it might work out better this week, like this way. Sure, sure. Because so. we, I mean, we're gonna be talking about comics for a long time, so 
yeah. but I do what I, I I do want to say before we talk about Secret Invasion that if if people have not seen the mid it was like we get two Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine episodes this week, and the first one was amazing because it was the one we are all waiting for. It was the one where lower decks uh merged with um with with the uh, strange new worlds so it was awesome that um like it starts off as uh a lower decks episode and merges into a um strange new worlds episode so they go they go and like check out this portal and um you know they're like fucking around like they normally do on lower decks and because it's like a bunch of ensigns right and uh Bormer like falls into the the portal and when it pops him out the other side he's in real life with the strange new world guys like era guys and he's from way in the future so he's like loving the fact that he gets to like talk to all these dudes um and like the whole episode is hilarious because he's trying not to fuck up the future, mm-hmm. and uh, and then um, Mariner comes in, like she ends up coming on as as real life, and they're like loving Yahura, and like it's like like this whole like don't meet your heroes type episode where they're like, why is Spock smiling? And they're like, Yahura used to know how to like have fun and stuff. Why is she working all the time? But like. The way it was done was super good. And my favorite thing about it is they actually um, give a lot of love and credence to Enterprise, which never, ever, ever gets love. Yeah. And I was super pumped about that. So <laughs> uh, so if you guys want a, what a good time, check that out. Uh, there's a new another new episode with Klingons on it um, that came out today. I have not watched that yet. I'm going to watch that in a little bit. So. All right. Well, there you go. Or star trek guru here so <laughs> but uh let's talk uh secret invasion uh sure. i i tell you what um i don't know if you heard the worst review in rotten tomatoes of all disney plus shows or what like secret invasion apparently really yes i can see points that. 20 points lower than the the lowest show prior. What was the lowest show prior? Was it Winter Soldier? No, it wasn't. I think it was um, Miss Marvel. It was either Miss Marvel or She-Hulk. It was one of the two. Not that I, I liked both of them, but that was my... I did too. Um, but yeah, it got the worst Rotten Tomato score. So I was like, okay. I was like, I don't think it was that bad. But again, people are forgetting that this was filmed during COVID. So, you know, again, there were people going, it seemed really light on characters and everything. And I'm like, "Mm." all right. So I just pulled this up. Now I don't know if this is the audience or the critics, but Miss Marvel actually has the highest at 89%. Okay. I think Lo- that was the critics. Okay. A lot, it, okay. It, Miss Marvel was not beloved as far as 
audience goes. Okay, so there's some random other shit in this list, but I'm just going to I'm going to read off the audience score Miss Marvel or audience score Rotten Tomatoes list according to this what Rotten Tomatoes website. Uh, Miss Marvel is number one. Loki is two. Hawkeye is three. WandaVision four. Uh, Moon Knight five. Falcon Winter Soldier six. Uh, She Hulk seven. Secret Invasion eight. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Nope, that's it. So, so it was lower than She Hulk. Yeah, like on the audience score. Mm-hmm. Um, the She Hulk had a seventy-seven. Secret Invasion at 56. I, I'll be honest. I wasn't super pumped about it. Like, I, I think they could have done better. This seemed like a rushed project to put something out. I don't think it was thought through. Um, again, this it's my take on it. You know, it give it to what it's worth, guys. This is opinion. This is, you know. Somebody who's read stories. I mean, I'm a history nut. I loved mythology. I loved the little details of even like mythology, Greek mythology, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This seemed to be missing a lot of details. And I don't know why. Because there is the book. Even if you didn't go by the book completely, there were, you could have wrote something going okay, there's this going on, this going on, this going on. It just seemed to be very, I don't know how to put it. It it feels like they made it too simple and too cardboard cutter. You know, like anybody could have wrote this story and it could have been about anything. But the fact you put Secret Invasion in and it had... You know, other than super scrolls and the scrolls being, you know, out now, it it didn't mirror anything along that line. I kind of agree. Like it did like while it had scrolls in it and scrolls were secretly invading, which was yeah. kind of the point, I don't think it was as impactful. Because it wasn't like a who do you trust, oh, crazy, like all kinds of shit went crazy, people weren't people for a long time thing, Um, except for um, the cool Easter egg of the the agent that was like the one in the Black Panther, like having him, like apparently he was a scroll, like, you know, he woke up, I was like, whoa. so that was kind of cool. Um, well, and also I did like the fact that we got Rhodey, mm. who they, um, again, I'm going by the one YouTube channel that I refer to, um, the Screen Crush guys. They you, they surmised that this was Rhodey just after Civil War. No. No. This was definitely way later. Well, where does this take place in the timeline? 
This is oh, this is after the blip. So oh, then is... yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's right, because because Rhodey, real Rhodey, couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So when, they, when he got out of the pod, it looked like he was trying to. Go yeah, and forward, he still couldn't walk. Yeah, and he still couldn't yeah. walk. So, but Scroll Rhodey could walk. So that's yes. that's why I'm like, okay, well that that can't be after Civil War. Like, because then Scroll Rhodey would be able to walk, yeah. Versus real Rhodey not being able to walk. Yeah. I don't think that it was that far back as infiltrated. Um, well, we technically but, don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't do a good job of telling us that either. Um, so I, I don't know. I either like I enjoyed it. Um, I just thought the ending to this was a little. Like this episode was very quick and it was kind of like, hey, let's just wrap this shit up. That's how I yeah. felt about it. Um like it did not um it didn't really do it for me. It didn't stick the landing the way I wanted it to. Yeah. I thought it was cool to see the super scroll fight. That was yes. awesome. That was the like, highlight of the whole series, pretty yes. much. Yes. Was, Holy cow, did they look badass. And I give them credit for the CGI did not look like shit. It looked right. good. This is where all the money went into the series was in the fight right there. I think was pretty much it. Um, right. But I didn't like the way it ended. Like the whole now we're they're doing like the whole. This is where it kind of gets iffy is like, OK, now you're just going to make it like. um kill all non-humans that aren't from this planet now and that that feels like that should have been like an x-men thing where you start seeing people being nasty about it but you know i i get where they were going with it i guess um it makes me wonder what happens when when miss marvel comes out in the public now are they going to try to kill her um like as far as like if they're doing more stuff with her, which I'm assuming they are, depending on how well the the Marvels movie does. So right. Um, and then like, you know, they had like I, I think it's cool that they have Sonia Fallsworth, like that character who is uh played by uh Falls Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um I like that they basically are like either gonna start an MI6. Or mm-hmm. a, um, like it, it's almost like they could do a Excalibur start, like mm-hmm. building the the British, um, uh, British stuff. T- yeah, the British like Avengers, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that was actually pretty cool that they did that. Yeah. She um, was the highlight of the, definitely like the most the characters that I paid attention to was her the most. Right. She added highlights in every scene that she was in solo wise. You know, I was really, really hoping that um, Talos would actually have ended up being the president. Like they, they faked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that would have been cool, but they didn't. Um, other than that, like this was also weird to not have a single cut scene in the, in the yeah credits. yeah like that just and there was so weird. much so much time you could have put gut yeah. scenes in. i'm like wow i'm like because i 
I zipped through and then I doubled it just in case I missed it, like fast forwarding through and I'm like, nothing. And it was like 20 minutes of nothing at yeah. the end. And I'm like, that's the, that's like a third of your programming right there that you wasted. Right. So. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a thing for sure. So, all right. So let's talk about comics. Cause, um, we need to, and I forgot my charger, and I don't want my battery to die on my laptop as we do this. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna again do. I loaded the, I loaded them. We're just gonna see how they go in order. The randomness. The random. Because <laughs> this sound, this is so much fun for me. So ready? All right, let's go. Your first. Ah, again. All right, Batman Beyond Neo Gothic number one. Uh, we're getting back into um i love the batman beyond series i'm a big fan uh this one is starts after the last uh neo gotham uh books ended this basically takes up right picks up right where it leaves off um it starts with you see the first uh page couple pages you see a uh children um paying this cat person and it's literally a cat person um money and he takes him to this garden in the middle of gotham and you see the children playing and eating fruit and having a good old time and then you see the plants just grab the kids and the cat person runs away and this is the way it starts the book. Um, then the next uh, couple pages is Terry Funt and Bad Guys as he's talking to Detective Boonma, I guess is the her name, if that's pronounced correctly. Uh, she was introduced in the last uh, book. She's basically, kind of, she's not a detective anymore. Apparently she got kicked off the force for siding with batman um and terry's you know doing his batman thing kicking butt um trying to make the streets of gotham safe um years uh scene in about i want to say about the middle of the book he's uh talking to his mom and apparently his little brother's graduating high school so uh and they are in metropolis now they're staying away from Gotham. So, but she's doing that. Um, there's a scene with the um, like political stuff going on in Gotham of what they're going to do with old Gotham, new neo Gotham, the whole nine yards. Um, and the detective hears about the children missing. Um, so Terry goes down to what they call Gotham Deep, which is basically original Gotham. Um, and he finds the cat guide. Well, the cat guide finds him, uh, trying to get him to buy his fresh fruit for creds. Um, and Terry's like, well, I'd rather have information. How much you... And the cat person was getting suspicious. Um, 
He didn't want to talk to Terry anymore. Then Terry turned to got dressed up in his Batman outfit and then said, look, uh, I'm going to want to find these kids. What's going on? And cat guy, cat guide is like, look, there's stuff going on. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm just the middleman. Um, but he's like, look, I'll pay you whatever creds the farther you take me down. Um, we find out this cat guy, uh, guide, his name is Kyle. Um, Terry actually gives him his name. So, which is kind of weird, definitely completely different from the way Bruce handled stuff as Batman. So, they go deeper into this deep uh, area. They come to the sewers. Um and they fight off another gang. And then the end of the book, you see Terry being grabbed um, by what looks like uh, Killer Croc. Um, so that's the end of the issue one. It, it's very, this was really good. I'm going to give this like a solid um, scrambled eggs with. Uh, Give me some salsa on top. This is a nice spicy. Ooh, this was a spicy salsa. This, salsa. Yeah. Gives it a little bit of flavor. Yeah. Um, give it a uh give me some hash browns with it and two pieces of uh well-made bacon. Mm. Uh, so that it was it was a solid book. Uh I have not read a bad Batman Beyond book, to be honest. Ever? Maybe the early ones that were based on the cartoon okay. were, were cheesy, but they were meant to be cheesy because they were part of the cartoon. But the 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 last few years they've taken and they've made Terry a very interesting character. Um, so anybody who's a big fan of Batman Beyond, highly recommend this and start, you know, cool. sign up and get it. All right. Let's see what's in the um, in the pistol. Let's uh, let's roll the chambers. It's like <laughs> Russian roulette. Ah, oh, sweet hunt kill repeat. Uh, so it's been a while since I've had a hunt kill repeat book. Um, so this one it actually starts out really kind of cool. Um, so the beginning starts out with a flashback of Hermes and Medusa's wedding, where you find out that um. Artemis was like best friends with uh, Medusa and Zeus was totally cool about everything. And then on the wedding night, Oh, this is pre Medusa being a monster. By the way, then on the wedding night, um, Hermes uh, is, is there. And then like, apparently he gets swapped out from somebody else. And uh while they're you know consummating the marriage and uh zeus is pissed off at medusa versus pissed off at the dude so we don't know who the dude is but medusa gets like trapped and artemis is like i gotta go find her because she can help me out and finds out she turned into a giant monster and turns dudes into stone um which is all awesome she looks super killer as a monster um 
and she takes her back to see Hermes to try to get her to, to help her out, right? And once she sees him, she's like, just kill me. Just kill me. So Artemis kills her, I think, taking her some of her power with her. Um, and then uh, Zeus's grandson decides he's going to kind of hunt for for whoever killed uh or he's gonna hunt artemis basically um it was a very fast issue but it was very great the art is phenomenal in this book um probably one of the best mad cave books ever to exist ever um i enjoyed the hell out of it and you should check it out if you like um like gods and goddesses or if you like uh, just really good art and really good writing and it's kind of got like a like you know it's a revenge book but it's but it's not like punisher style because there's no guns it's all like ancient weapons it's it's kind of like um oh like clash of the titans but like way better <laughs> I guess in a comic not, form, not not so. as uh, annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no art. There's no Archimedes in this one. So, um, <laughs> or at bad, least, or bad claymation animation. Right. Right. Actually, the claymation did my. I didn't mind. It was like like Ar- uh, Archimedes was a little or Archie. They called him Archie, right? Archie, Archie the owl. Yeah. He was a little bit dumb, but he was cool. <sighs> but he was annoying. Yeah. So, all right. Let's spin. What is what is that called when you spin the barrel, spin the whatever, like the chambers, spin the chambers? Yes. Boom! Incredible Hulk! All you guys. There we go. All right. All right. Where Incredible Hulk? By the way, if you didn't see it, uh, Mike Diodato posted just a random frame for this book on his Instagram. And he used like a '76 Kiss Kiss song on it called "Flaming Youth," and I mm-hmm. I laughed so hard. I was like, "This is the best use of this or of a Kiss song in like 20 years." And he <laughs> he liked my comment, so he's uh, good. Well, I got Hulk number two here. Um, let's pick it up where it leaves off. Number one, uh, the opening scene. You see this like dead, decrepit town. Uh, with a tombstone saying Sister Sadie. Um, And then we peer to a banner waking up and she meets Charlie. He meets Charlie. Um, They get do a little back and forth. She kind of rips on him for being a nerd and skinny dude that turns into a Hulk and blah, blah, blah. Uh, They run into a zombie as they're walking and talking. Who says he's going to see Sister Sadie and Brother Deep um, in the decrepit town that's called uh, Red Creek, which is the decrepit town that was shown at the beginning of the book. Uh, They find a place to hunker down for the night, and Charlie continues to talk uh, to Bruce about, you know, the Avengers and he sees that she has like a cap book pack backpack. And he's like, well, what's a cat fan know about, you know, 
wants to do with the Hulk. And she's like, well, you, like you were an Avenger. It was like, aren't Avengers heroes? And you heroes have sidekicks and this, that, and the other. And Bruce is like, that's not the way Hulk works. And like, they they go back and forth a little bit. Um, but they get, uh, they kind of get talked to by the sheriff uh, who kind of leaning over and going are you do you know who like are you two related what's going on with you two you know like a cop should like when you got two an adult male and a female teenage female like are alone together um and uh he's like oh no they you know it's my friend my uncle whatever you want to call him you know and the officer is like well he's like i'll give you a ride to the the next town it's like it's not safe out here and as he's driving him you see the close-up of him he is a non he is another undead so this is like a lot of undead stuff going on here uh and he brings him to red creek and he brings him to the town where they're having this basically spiritual gobbledygook going on here um a lot of just say God, spiritual gobbledygook, yes, because okay. it's you know, sure, yeah, yeah, but it's <clears throat> certain things are coming to light in current realm as to the comic realm. Uh, but uh, basically, um, they they the sheriff brought them to be sacrificed to bring about rather deep. Uh, and of course, Sister Sadie is the, I guess she's the spokes undead person for this. Uh, they end up stabbing Banner in the heart. And of course, you know, that don't work because he turns to the Hulk and he's basically starting to smash the zombies. Uh, and that's pretty much how the book ends on a battle cliffhanger here. So, We'll see how it goes. Um, this is really good, but it's still building like the relationship and everything mm -hmm. between uh, Bruce and Hulk since the last uh, series, which is seriously fractured. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but there you see a lot of that in there too. Uh, but I will give this a solid. I'm going to give this. Two dippy eggs uh, with two sausage patties. It's there's 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 enough here for the Hulk lovers out there, uh, and there is storyline. But I feel like they could have did a little bit better. But again, I think they're setting up for the major stuff later on. It is only issue two, you know. Okay. okay. So I got you. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, well, it's uh, it's better than Starship Hulk. Okay. <laughs> so I forgot to uh I forgot to rate my Hunt Kill Repeat. Uh I'm just gonna give it a Western omelet because it's that good. Okay. All right. Spin the chamber. Oh, you again. Me again. All right. Well, this was my third and final. Uh X-Men the Hellfire Gala. All right. This starts off with a bang because this is the issue. Wait, wait, wait. 
Do you say gala or gala? Gala. Okay. I don't know what's actually correct. I think it just depends on your accent. Okay. Because, like, I've so. been to actual galas, galas, and I hear it both ways. So I'm just curious. Yeah. What, it's like tomato, so tomato. It's, so it's, your your preference is gala? Gala. Yes. Because okay. it sounds fancier. Mm-mm. <laughs> gala, gala totally sounds fancier. Welcome to the gala. Well, I'm I'm gonna look up the uh, actual pronunciation, the pronunciation while, you... while I do this. Yeah. Okay. Um, now this is part of the fall of X. This is actually the start of it, um, but it starts off with a bang because you see Miss Marvel come back. That death didn't last long, like what three weeks? Two weeks. Right. So she's back. Finds out she's a mutant as well as an inhuman. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's a joyful occasion. Um, and they're having this gala to celebrate having Miss Marvel By the way, into the community. It, it is gala. Gala, okay. Yeah. I looked, according to Wikipedia, it is gala. It's gala. Uh, it's All Wikipedia. Right, continue on, though. continue on. <laughs> uh, but as they celebrate and having this party, and you're you're seeing, like, pretty much everybody there. Um, uh, Scott is there to greet everybody. Jean is in that beautiful green gown there that you see on the cover there, which I did not grab this cover. I grabbed the X-Men 97 cover, which is mm. uh, pure nostalgic and also shows who the new, who the uh, new players are for the upcoming show, which I'm looking forward to. Um, but um, next thing you know, um, the, the gala is interrupted by pretty much every mutant enemy that we've been introduced in this series. Nimrod attacks uh, Mr. Sinister's in there. Well, one of them. It's like, who, who can keep track at this point? Uh, Modox comes in. Uh you have another sentinel that looks strangely like Iron Man. It's like an Iron Man colored sentinel. Mm-hmm. And of course, Mora X. Um, she comes up and she stabs Jean Grey. Mm. Um, Nimrod melts Iceman like <laughs> to death. Um, okay. So um, they're they come in and they basically are surrounding Charles and they're forcing him to push all the mutants out of Krakoa. Mm. And he's, he has no choice but to do it. Cause they're like, if you don't, we're going to start killing humans. So it's kind of, if you do, you know, if you don't, you know, you do, you don't. And there's some fighting because certain uh, mutants are resistant to even Charles's powers, um, but he doesn't want anybody getting hurt like more than they've already had. Um, the gates of Krakoa end up getting closed to all mutants now. Um, I don't know how that happens exactly. It's not really like. 
explained very well. Uh, but you find out um, how this happened was as Gene is dying, um, Firestar is a apparently the mutant that ended up betraying everybody. Mm. So awesome. So for those who are like Firestar fans, this is not a good look for Firestar. <laughs> But uh, uh yeah. Yeah, but um just as they're gonna kill Charles, uh Rogue shows up um and grabs him and speeds out. Um so um Charles is still in Krakoa. He's yeah. on a different island part of Krakoa. Um, but he can't sense anybody. He can't sense anybody else besides him and Rogue. Hmm. So, uh, meanwhile, all the other mutants like Emma and Kitty, um, Scott, they're all like, we can't get out. They're stuck in this, basically a dimension where they can't get in or out. Uh, next thing you know, Kitty Pride actually gets sucked back into I'm, the... Uh, I'm just going to scroll over some uh, some outfits while you talk about stuff. Okay, so uh, she gets sucked back in. She ends up being in the the Paris gate of mm. where Krakoa gets into uh, connected to Paris. Uh, so uh, I don't know uh, what happens after that. It's it's solid. It it's a good book. It's a good intro to the end of the fall of uh, this part of the mutants here. Uh, so. I liked it. There was a lot of good action. Uh, they were going to do like astonishing X-Men. Like they were going to have like Dazzler. Uh, Juggernaut was going to be part of it because he's on his redemption arc. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they were going to have this really cool thing of, you know. But yeah, these gala covers are beautiful. Some of them were awesome. This this Hellcat was super awesome. Um and I really love this Emma Frost one. Like Yeah, that looks that's... like something like out of cosmopolitan Woo! there. Yep. Um, but I'm curious as I to like why Hell uh like, Mutant Knight. Yeah, but why was he even invited? He's not even a mutant. No. Like I like that Ghost Rider got invited, even though he's not a mutant and he looks awesome. And Captain well, Marvel did, looks great. It, yeah, they did invite so. some heroes because all in all, it's the heroes and the mutants want the same thing. It's just not all mutants are heroes and not all heroes are mutants. Right. So, you know, and it, again, this also ties into the, the uncanny Avengers too, because mm -hmm. Rogue's a part of that. Um, but I like where this is going. I'm going to give this a solid scrambled eggs. Uh, give me some pepper jack and provolone mixed together in there a little bit. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to give this uh, breakfast potatoes with this. Uh, and I'm going to give three things of bacon with this. Ooh. Crispy. Yeah, crispy bacon. Uh, just because this was a lot of action, a lot went on. 
Um, they should have did this a year ago. I feel like I think that's... well, they did one a year ago. <laughs> that's the point. They're yeah. doing one every year. Yeah. So okay, but it, it was good. I I enjoyed it. So for those who've been complaining about when are they going to like deal with this X Men being unable to beat unable being uh, killed? Well, I think this fixes that. So. <laughs> All right. Spinning the roulette, even though I know it's me. Ribbon Queen, rock and roll. All right. So this is the new book by Garth Ennis out on AWA. Uh, this was kind of cool because it takes place in New York. And these this um, detective is looking into um, where these cops broke in. To save this girl, they ended up killing the guy uh, that was that was going to kill her. Um, and the one detective's like, all right, I got to launch an internal affairs that would be kind of discreet. This cop's kind of a douche. And, um, you know, so she she's talks to like the morgue guy because, you know, she's kind of friends with that guy. Um, goes home. The shitty cop is in her is in her apartment. It is like, why are you looking into me? Blah, 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 blah. So uh, he's looking into her, even though she has a bit of a checkered past that you kind of see a little bit of. And, um, you know, so she's like, all right, well, I'm going to go and talk to this other this other witness because this other witness died. And they talk about um, when, when the, the person was killed um like the the person who was rescued died died and uh like she busts into this home because she hears people screaming and it's actually the house of the people that of the dude that she needed to be the girl that she needed to go see um she walks in the room and the cop the shitty cop is being ripped apart like literally by ribbons of skin are coming off of him and he is just like literally falling apart onto the street onto the uh the floor and he's just like like please make her stop um and uh the 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 person that she walked by was actually the one who killed her um and um they call her something, and I just cannot remember what the fuck it is. It's not... Oh, they call her Her Majesty. So, the girl on the cover is Her Majesty. She's the one who has these powers to, like, rip people apart. This is, like, the creep... This is, like, not, like, crazy, bizarre Garth Ennis. It's, this isn't, like, uh, like Cross, but it's definitely horror, um, which I really like about it and it's solid he he doesn't do a lot of horror-esque stuff no the closest he ever did was crossed um and this was a very this was a good book it felt it 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 read well um it read fast which was also good um the art was solid and it's a six-part mini um and i'm i'm just really excited to see more um it reminds me of uh like the it almost reminds you of backways because like there was a girl there that could see the threads that connected people but this is like different where like she's literally shredding people into ribbon 
uh like all the the ribbon you see on the front there that's actual people skin um yeah it's kind of neat so i dig it i give this um oh man i'm gonna give this a like a four stack of pancakes two bacon and some strawberries on the top so that's that's what i'm gonna give it because it's it's very filling so <laughs> all right the last spin bam per evil this book was i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like this book and i flipped through it and i'm like oh there's like a band in here so i want to find out about the band um so it starts out uh where this this girl and her daughter have like killed some people and you keep seeing flashbacks to this band and you find out or so then his landlord comes home and is like hey like what's going on in there like you're making a lot of noise and she's like hey whatever here's this month's rent just take it and leave me alone um and he notices her tattoos and he's like man those tattoos look a lot like the tattoos for the bass player that quote unquote died from this band when she was 16 and um you then later kind of find out that that's kind of where it it leads to and that the singer and the, the bass player the daughter her daughter with the green hair is the singer and the bass players or the singer and the yeah she's the bass player um their daughter and he's hunting her down and he's some kind of magical being because he can do astral projection. She, on the other hand, I think is cursed with some kind of cat demon thing. And uh, like, it's it's just all kinds of crazy. And I, I it's very hard to explain. Um, but uh, it's kind of... This, this looks like the same creative team that did Marked. Am I, am I... Uh, no um like um like mirka and dolphos done a lot of stuff like mercy and paprika and unnatural i think this might no they're not the same people that did unnatural um but it's like it's like real creepy but also cool. It's very magical. It's like evil magic stuff going on. Um, I really like how it got, like how it gets from the first page to the last because it's like a lot of twists and turns, and you have no idea what's actually going on for a while. Um, and the fact that you know she's an ex rocker makes me excited about this book. So, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give this book, uh three scrambled eggs, breakfast potatoes, two strips of bacon, and a big black coffee. Because that's pretty much what you eat on the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, my two honorable mentions this week are um, Murder by Mail, number one, from Source Point Press. Hold on, let me unshare the screen. Boom. This book is crazy weird because there's no... There's no art art. It's like every page is like a dossier or yeah. like a map or nice. a 
um, transcript of a phone call, and it reads like like something that you would read out of like um, like something like a murder mystery thing. It's freaking awesome. And my last one is She-Hulk 15 because it's the end of this run. Uh, but this same creative team, I don't know if Bartel's going to still do the covers, but the same creative team uh, is going on to Sensational She-Hulk, which starts, I think, next month. Um, this book was awesome. Like, this creative team does really well. Um, I really think that they uh, they kind of nailed it. Um, I also read Alice Ever Never After. It was okay. Like, it didn't quite grab me like I hoped it would. So. Um, I was going to say my one honorable mention was this was the conclusion of Wolverine. This is number 30. Is it 35? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 35. Uh, this was the end of the whole uh, him and Beast confrontation. And actually, I was going to talk about that, but with the fall of X and Hulk 2, I was like, uh, I was like, I want to talk about the new, the the books that are you know, kind of ongoing instead of the one that's ending. Uh, but it was right. really fun. Uh, it's a really cool way of ending it. Uh, apparently, Wolverine's kind of doing a solo thing. So don't count on him being on X-Men, current X-Men stuff, because the end of the book, he's like, I'm done with Prokoa. So, uh, wow. So we are going to get some solo Wolvie goodness here, hopefully, in the next Wolverine book. So. For all those who are, I want his solo stuff again. Well, you're going to get more solo stuff without X-Men. So. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week. If you guys are out in uh, out in Cleveland area this weekend, uh, stop and see Justin and I at Neo Comic Con on Sunday. Yep. We will be there. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to go, uh, prepare for tomorrow's Pantera concert. Cause I'm probably going to be like destroyed after that. Um, <laughs> so if I'm, if I still have any hearing left, I will talk to everybody on Sunday at Neo. Uh, I will just be your interpreter. Right. About that. And, and my kids are going to come and see me. So, oh, cool. Sweet. Cause they're, they live in the Cleveland area. So this oh. is, they are, they are hop, skip and jump away. So awesome. The, they can watch the booth while you go poop or something. I don't yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next week. And um, yeah, should be good. All right. Yep. See you guys. Later.